paid for that? <laughs> What's wrong with you, paid man? Paid for what? For the haircut. You don't What's like his haircut? haircut? He looks like a woodpecker. <laughs> and what do you look like? I look like me, me, myself, and I. Mm. Pete, what do you think about his haircut? Looks good. You like it? I'm jealous. Yeah, good from far, but far from good. Okay, I'll do. You're, you're, with your haircut, you look like a Di Biagio in that video that you sent well, us. Well, I look a little better than Di Biagio. I don't know yeah, about that. Like, you know, crazy. Peter got me in trouble. I would like, by the way. Yeah, we're like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to say things like, why? This guy sounded like a little kid took a cookie from the cookie jar. It wasn't supposed to. I said to Peter, I said, yo, Pete, take my phone. I wanted to ask him personally what he thinks about Cassano. Then we started. Peter was freaking recording. And then he saw the AC Milan cover that I have. I said, what the hell is that? I said, ma che cos'è questo? He said, what is this thing here? The cover of AC Milan? I said, listen, to be honest with you, uh, Gigi, I am an AC Milan fan, but I like you when you used to play in Roma. And that was it. <laughs> for right. context, the Inter Club. Yeah, for context, Antonio went to the Inter Club of New Jersey, right? Or the Inter Club of Facchetti, right. who Facchetti. had Gigi Di Biagio, Di Biagio. an mm. Inter legend, that was present. And when Antonio went to go record a video, he saw your Milan cover. That's it. That's it. Is there any more to the story, Pete? That we yeah, don't it know? is one more thing to the story. As soon as, as soon as I walked inside of the big room over there, I saw Giuseppe, Giuseppe Rossi. And then Giuseppe comes to me and said, I'm the wrong time. <laughs> What do you mean wrong tie? I had a red tie. I said, because this is the Inter party. I said, you mean pretty wrong tie. We are what we are. We are who we are. You guys are cousins. Yeah, that's not You cousins. should not see your cousins uh, dinner dance. Mm. What's the story? Uh, give, give us a story about Anto yesterday. I Anto? didn't drink anything. I didn't do anything right, Pete. I didn't ask. Yeah, I behaved myself. I just asked for a story. I didn't ask. Hmm. It was him and his wife. They're both wearing red, by the way. I don't know if it was. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell her to wear red? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Antonio was just giving up because the Inter game was, was happening oh, at okay. the same time. Mm -hmm. So he's like, oh, let us know when Lecce ties. <laughs> and then Inter would score the second. Mm. Oh, uh, the third. The fourth. And then he was like, okay, Milan's going to win versus Atalanta. And that didn't happen. And that's when the drinking started. And then, <laughs> and then Leao, I don't know if you saw the celebration, yeah. but I think it was directed to you, Antonio. What did he do? He was going like this. Oh, yeah. All the, all the haters. Wow. I too much talking. Yeah, yeah, too much talking. I think. How, uh, many, how many people came up to him making fun of him that he's a Milan fan? At yeah, the there was party. a lot of people that were there. They recognized uh, us, the FTV crew. Hmm. And, uh, and they were like, Antonio, are you at the they wrong don't, party? They don't hate us. Now, why are they gonna They're hate not going to say it to your face. One they'll say it in the comments. In the co exactly. Besides oh. Chuck. Chuck is Chuck, the only guy Chuck in the comments you. that loves you. Chuck shout out to Anto. Chuck. No? Yeah, give a shout out to Chuck. Hey, some, Chuck. Some oh, uh, maybe he's watching this. Chuck, I'll tell you. Those guys, they think that all the beautiful comments that you make about me, I mean, you're telling the truth. You're speaking, you know, truth to, uh, you know. Those guys, <laughs> they think that I am, I am impersonating myself as you. In as other words, I am Chuck, according you're to Chuck? them. No, I'm not. So Maybe Chuck apparently he believes true. for anybody that is listening to the podcast that I'm I'm the real goat. I'm the goat. The greatest of all I'm, time. Uh, I'm going to read goat. his comment. All right, this is it. Chuck on our last podcast and yeah. we send this in our group chat for everyone mm. to react to it. As a laugh. This guy Antonio here is the greatest cultural analyst of all time. He I is the too. Ferrari <laughs> engine of IFTV. Wow. Anto studied the game from the ancient gods of body. That's Literal culture professor taking everyone at the table to school. That's Go. right. That's right, Chuck. That's right. That's right. I uh, appreciate it. When did Ferrari last win in Formula uh, 1? First of all, you don't know anything about Formula <laughs> 1. <laughs> oh, you need you to, just okay. asked your question. No, I asked your no. question. No. When did Ferrari last win? I don't need to enlighten it. First of all, being an Italian, don't make fun of Ferrari. <laughs> 
Okay. He Second asked you a simple all, question. Yeah, that's I asked you a question. question. He, was, he was interested. 2008. Okay. All right. So, anyway. <laughs> Same time Milan was in the By Champions the way, League. What are you doing like that? Did you have any, I didn't any say Greek anything. car? I didn't say it. Did, did the Greece oh, ever invent a car? Or are you still going around with mules? I should have called them something to Let's move on. Let's. You guys said you're talking about Inter, the Inter party. Inter continue to be perfect. Plus nine at the top of the table. Another game, four games in a row that they score four goals. Inter, and it's three wins. It's the first time it's ever happened consecutively since 1947. They just continue to break record after record. Lautaro Martinez got his 100th goal in the Serie A. He continues pushing forward 22 goals in the Serie A this season with 13 games to go. A perfect, beautiful machine that doesn't stop. How good does it feel to be an Inter fan right now? Because I had made a comment saying it's probably the best time to be alive to be an Inter fan right now. Yeah. I would agree. I would best say so. Best time ever? I mean, best the time moment. ever. Oh, the best I think, I think well, for the, the season, yeah. For the season, for the past couple of years, like this is probably the best because we're winning, but also playing great football. Um, you know, the turnover that we had last year, this game, like, we didn't really see any hiccups with the yeah. players that have come in. Fratesi scores again. So, like, these are guys, everyone's stepping up to the plate. Even when, you know, Turam is injured, Chanoglu might be out for the next couple of games before Atletico. But we have confidence in the players that are behind to step up. I mean, even Bisek. Bisek looks like a, a natural starter on this Inter team. Bistec, Bisteca, yeah. Bisteca. Yeah. Oh, Bisek. So, you know, this, for the goals. there is a lot of positive, uh, you know, moments right now. But ultimately, you know, it's just I, I like Inzaghi's approach that every game is important mm-hmm. and we're going to do the maximum to, to be able to win. I think that comes from the first year that he coached with Inter, knowing how easy it is to kind of slip and then could be too quick to to kind of catch it. So it's a matter of him, you know, being laser focused on this Campionato, the Scudetto race, you know, getting the two stars. And we were actually talking about it at the at the... The dinner dance or gala yesterday where um you know we said that it's fitting or it could be fitting that inter might be able to win their scudetto the second star on the 5th of may not no, on no. the 5th before of may the derby. but the, actually the right for the ac milan versus inter game damn that's There's a possibility is it so milan it at home too no milan's away. at home away oh. you sure it's 100 percent okay i'll, I'll fact check what else can we say about this Inter side? In this game, they rotated seven yeah. of the natural starters, by the way. And Lecce at home is actually a tough, tough team. They usually put up a better fight than they did, but they were going up against great oh, teams. And even in the first half, I mean, Lecce did put up a fight. Inter then all of a sudden were able to, in the second to half. kind of break through. Um, what, what's a new thing? What, what else can we say about this Inter side that we haven't said already? Because it feels like we've hit them a million times. They don't have Orsato ref in the game for them. It's Milan is home, by the way. Oh, is he home? 100%. 100%. He needs to win on something. Anything new? Anything else with Inter? They just keep getting better. The competition just keeps dropping points. There's nothing but praise for me for Inter at this moment. Alexis Sanchez comes in, gets the assist. Fratesi comes in, scores. I love Fratesi. De Vrij is is starting for Acerbi and scores. So, like, everybody that's been put into the position to do what they have to do, they're they're there and they make sure that they're they're Mm going to, you know, follow in the footsteps of the starters or so be it starters and i think the beauty is that this team really you know everybody's competing for a spot there's no you know aside from i think lautaro turam you know obviously but what i'm saying is like if you make if you sub out barella for fratesi yes 
it's a different quality mm-hmm. on the pitch, but Fratesi can give you something, oh, you know, sure. that you don't mi- you don't feel like you're missing mm-hmm. a lot. I think maybe Chanoglu, Lautaro, and, and Turam are the guys that, you know, are sacred to, the, to this team. Yeah, it's true. And then everybody else, obviously you have your starters, but you can put Carlos Augusto for, for Di Marco, and you're going to get a good shift. Gotcha. You know, Fratesi can come in. These guys no, what you get into in, in Darmian, a couple of months, yeah. You know, like... It's yeah, it is. It is the fear of. I mean, Turam's going to be out for a little while. Hakan hopefully makes it back before Atletico. The reports yeah. are that he will, because mm-hmm. uh, that will be important. And then it's full focus on Champions League. Because yeah. if you get past this Atletico side, I mean, we'll see. That they have to do one more draw. Uh, first things first. But if you can do that, this Inter side. The only thing I could see hurting them is injuries. Injuries yeah. to a striker. Because if Lautaro goes down, or Turam goes down, or even Hakan in key moments come that time then all of this is what we're saying I mean you still could have you'll still have an exceptional season because mm-hmm. your backup team will win the Scudetto but to go far in Champions League you yeah. do need everybody at the right moment and we know that there are other teams in Europe that have a little bit more depth uh, at that shall we go to another topic yeah one that I was very happy to see De Rossi again today with Roma won once again against Torino five wins out of six in his first six games in Serie A the only loss was to Inter, which, I mean, everybody could lose to Something. Inter. It's it's understood. Dybala got a hat-trick. Wow. Once again, he's having the best goal-scoring season of What's his life. He's on track. But they were the last home? six years, yes. They were at home. Uh, and they're playing good football. They're they're passionate. They got the win against Feyenoord in the Europa League, which was a, a crazy match. But the way that they won at the end was, uh, I heard De Rossi say it was very roman Right, it looked like a Champions League. It looked like they won a Champions League final by the way that he was running around the pitch and embracing with the fans. And I had a lot of doubts about this move. You know, I said, "How can he compete in Serie A? How can he go forward in champ- in Europa League?" Because I knew Mourinho would put that focus. So far, that's all been thrown in my face, and it's worked out much better than I think anyone really could have expected. Yeah. I had no doubts. I told you. You also said Pirlo was going to win the Champions League with Juventus when he first took over. This this tells you. A broken clock is right twice a day. This tells you that Mourinho, he was a problem. Okay? Mourinho was the real problem. You can have the same squad. They didn't have anything since Mourinho left. They just said, hey, this is the team. Do the best you can. And Rossi stepped up to the plate and he's making them play. Different style of soccer. So you can play a lot better with exactly the same player. Mm. So this, all of these grandeurs around Mourinho, it's way overly, overly exaggerated. Well, one, one other mm. thing too, though, he, he also uh, implemented Zvilar, the goalkeeper. Oh my God, what a keeper. The 24-year-old Serbian goalkeeper who, I, it's crazy that he was, he's been on the bench because Roy Patricio, I can't even think about the a countless disaster. amount of times that we've sat here and said, Roy Patricio has made a mistake that's cost Roma games. And this kid has a lot of courage. Technically, he's really good. He made two penalty saves in the game against Feyenoord. He sh- should have even had three. And I love his mentality of, you know, the next time I need to make four penalty saves. I need to do even more. So that's one thing that De Rossi did add to the team. Mm. Yeah, that's a big one uh, overall. I, I just feel like the, the two mm. key differences between the two coaches. With Mourinho, it was t- running... T- before he got sacked, it was running towards like a beaten path in terms of what's we already know what kind of football. It, it, oh my bad, we already know what kind of football is being played um, over here, and I feel like it was the same old story of them not playing pretty football. But in the beginning, it worked out because they were getting results. But when they weren't getting the results, that's when there was a lot of question marks. I feel like with De Rossi, it's like a breath of fresh air just because. 
he lets them be more free. And I feel like mm. you see it within the players. You you don't see them as frustrated. You don't see them as rigid. They don't have that strict Mourinho kind of defensive abilities they always have to attempt for, for <coughs> first. You can see Pellegrini looks like a new player. And I think the Patricio move should have been done a long, long time ago. That's Villar's playing, and he's finally getting the chance he deserved, uh, long awaited. And Smalling's back now, so he. And finally, Tammy is on his way. And Tammy's going to be coming the back. If if they get Tammy, is it is top four? Uh, well, actually, it could be top, top five, five now. Mean, yeah, by the way, true, true. I kept saying, watch that Tammy Abraham comes back, and I like to see what this Roma can do. So sure enough, I mean, one hundred percent in agreement with Mike, which is a rare thing for me. Yeah, but uh, this uh, Abraham can can spell a lot of trouble for either Atalanta. Because he can play with Lukaku, yeah. and I love that De Rossi said, "If I have all these great players, let me let them play together." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think also, I think the biggest thing is is Dybala. You know, can Dybala st- stay healthy and do what he's doing? I mean, to score three goals today and then stay on the pitch, you know, past the 90th minute. That's something that we don't say very often when it comes to Dybala. You know, that's been the biggest thing. And I think with De Rossi as a player, he was supposed to be, uh, you know, the Pirlo-Gattuso mix, right? Because he had that aggressiveness, the intensity, the passion, but then also had this technique about him. And so I wonder if that's going to translate also to his coaching career, where I think in the first half, this Roma team, compared to the second half of this game, was a, a whole another mm, Roma team. So I yeah. think within the locker room, his presence and his his intensity, his passion is he's able to really you know get the most out of his players, but then also give the players the freedom to play the game. And like you said, you know my job as the coach is to make sure I put the best team forward and how can I get the best players on the pitch at the same time? Because that's a winning formula. Which sounds obvious, but we see coaches like Allegri, for example, oh, yeah. or like Mourinho in the past, and I am I love Mourinho, but let's just call a spade a spade, where they don't want to ruin the balance of certain teams by playing too many attacking players. And on top of that, for me, the De Rossi's attitude, the way that he communicates, it is 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. If you listen... It's a breath of fresh air. It's all focused on football. It's all positivity. It's about the game, and it's about the players that he has, and he kind of praises them. I, I know Jose, he's negative sometimes where he's well, making fun of a player or yeah. maybe making fun of is not the proper word, but I feel like De Rossi's really focused on that, and he hasn't been happy even when they don't play well. He said that uh, the game against Feyenoord, he wasn't even, uh, sorry, not the game against Feyenoord. I think it was the game against Frosinone where they kept a clean sheet. They're like, oh my God, you kept a clean sheet. He said, I'm not happy. This doesn't count as a clean sheet because we had too many opportunities against us, and we only got lucky that Zvilar saved us. Even stuff like that, it matters. And it matters I, in a in And a I coach. feel like a big part that we aren't even uh, discussing is De Rossi was actually a player. That's something Mourinho can't really relay in that, to that top <coughs> level, right? So him being from Rome, born and bred there, he understands what it feels like. He knows Mourinho a lot of understood these guys. Roma, though. Like, we can't say, take that no, away. I don't want to say, no, no, not that he didn't understand the club. As an actual player. Player as a position as a profession, but still, you know, what do you want it all? But it's different. Listen, but that's different. I haven't watched the game, Mike. But the one thing I have noticed lately, what Roma does, especially with the Dybala, Dybala is the is the jolly of the team. So yeah. I don't Controls think De Rossi is tasking him to come and defend all the way the way no, the rest of the team does. So I think that De Rossi has said, "Listen, I don't need you to come down and defend. Stay over here when they are attacking and." Uh, when we get the ball, uh, make things happen. 
So it's not really saying stay here, stay. But am I right or wrong, Pete? Oh yeah, no, I agree. And Dybala hasn't even played great yet. Like yeah. a lot of his so, matches. I mean, today aside, they were not. Top, I didn't top watch the game today, but uh, so what, most of the goal that came out on the second half. Well, what's the what's the deal? I, I didn't watch Di, the game. Dybala scored three, but all on the Beautiful second half. Beautiful goal. No, he scored one, one penalty in the first. And listen, it's Zapata not easy to score one. against Juric. <laughs> The, the well, Torino. You know why too? Why? Also because Juric was spying on Roma. What do you mean spying? Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? One of the no. coaches was so, spying on the training session. Get out. Yeah. So the, he was caught. Juric sent an assistant coach uh-huh. um, no. to watch De Rossi's team uh, ahead of this game. And he was actually caught by police. And uh, he had binoculars and he was in a tree trying to get out. Trying to see he must their have not body they hear these things. He, he yeah. must have missed the ball on the binoculars because he did all the damage today. Mm-mm-mm. What do you think that Rossi would have done if he caught that guy? I don't think so. They said, you know, at the end of the day, you can just buy as much as you want. The team, the team that you put it on the field, you still have to perform and execute what your coach. Uh, well, they didn't do that. She would have turned the, them into a pinata. What the it. plans are? So uh, I think Yurich. Oh my God! I mean, uh, with all the respect that I have for him, and right now I just lost uh, some some respect because you don't just just throw a bunch of people on a tree <laughs> and, and, and a bunch of people on a tree and spying away what are you trying to what you're trying to learn that you haven't seen advantage. go watch some of the games uh, uh, before he could have checked out Zeta before that's and right don't just have talk to, worry to us about it, right? we'll tell you what's going on yeah clearly alright so speaking of which uh, Milan's game <laughs> against Atalanta let's discuss oh, Listen, 1-1 we'll, we'll get to the penalty I can oh, s- alright go. go go say what you want to say about the for penalty for me this Orsato is a total disgrace. Oh, man. <laughs> he is a total He's disgrace. He's not wrong right now, Mike. Uh, not only he destroyed the, the game. Not but only right destroyed it. It's not the it's first time, the Mike, case. that this is doing this to us. Okay? Between him, Di Bello, and a couple others. I'm not here trying to complain. The guy ruined the game. I saw the I saw the replay 10 times and I couldn't find the reasons why this guy had, he had to go to the bar and watch it. Even those idiots at the bar. What the hell are you calling him for? They see the kick. I am disgusted. The kick is not enough, Pete. I am, listen, I am disgusted, to be honest with you. This is one of the reasons why a lot of people are losing confidence on on, uh, the referees that we have. uh, Those are not referees. And this guy is an international referee. He should be quitting right now. If you look in a mirror, Orsato, it's not the first time that you're doing this to AC Milan. You are a disgrace. I cannot really say more because, uh, you know, we, have, we might have kids listening so, to this. But the least I can say, you are a total disgrace and you should not be refing. Okay. So, so I do, um, usually I, I take a harder stance against you. And I think sometimes you exaggerate with the calls on the referee. But this time I agree with you. When I saw the play in real time where Giroud hits, I believe it was Olm. Uh, from Atalanta, who also grabs his face in the play the, when the, it hits, the, it hits him in his rib. And the problem, the big, the biggest problem I have is we've seen that kind of penalty be given in the Serie A before. If we're honest, a light penalty, we've seen it be given. Uh, I don't like that he goes to the VAR and he looks at one angle for like three seconds, and you can't really tell the impact of how hard the kick is from that quick. If we're gonna, if we're gonna take time to use the VAR. Why not? Why not? At least for the show, for everyone to see, you look at it for a, a couple more seconds than that. Well, the, the var, those uh, people in charge of the var room, they give the first angles and which angles to show but first. But at the end too. of the day, the referee on the field needs to make the decision. I get he it, but if he didn't stay it. long enough there, should have given a better angle. But they did the angle. same. They did the same mistake in the in the game with Summer and Fiorentina, where 
They're watching a different angle. Then the referee goes to the VAR and they're showing him the wrong angle. Di bello they're showing one. him the wrong thing. Listen, Marco, they sh- the guy should have been given a yellow card for simulating because the ball... The, 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 sh- the no, guy was contact. not even close. The guy was eating the face, was throwing himself. I mean, that happens a, a million times contact, a game. Anto. That's not right. That's not. You're ruining the game. You 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 throw people off. Okay, you turn me off. I cannot really be here. It's. I'm not complaining about the the, the final results. I just do not like to be jerked around by Orsato. <laughs> So, Orsato, you need <laughs> to quit your goddamn job. You're not, what, what you're not you like a referee. Who do you like to be jerked around by? You're not an international referee. Who not by him. Not by, by somebody him. else. He wants to be okay. He, he wants him to be Don't do that. You've been doing uh, this. Not all the time. Do, he does that most of the okay. time that he refs AC Milan. You are a total disgrace, Orsato. Quit your job. All right. Let's get uh, Make sure you get the time note on this one. I think it's all right. It's okay. I think we can leave that. There's a jerk of me around. Yeah, that's a regular thing. Can we can we talk? Uh, you did it. Can we talk about the game now? Let's talk well, about the rest listen, of the match. I watched the game. Listen, I watched the game because I was a, I was at the inter party. I I refused to watch the the game in a tiny little phone. I went home and I started. I watched the game from the beginning. How do you think Milan played? It they played very well. They actually kept Atalanta. Uh, uh, te- technically scoreless yeah. and uh, they didn't take a, a shot yeah. or goal besides the penalty. Besides yeah. the penalty, okay, yeah. which was not a penalty. Mm. All right. So aside from that. AC Milan is still lacking the, the finishing of the of the strikers that they have. And that includes Leao. Aside from the goal that he scored. That was beautiful. Leao. No, 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 no. Leao should stop try t- telling people to be quiet. He didn't score that many goals so far. Five goals, it's not a lot. Okay? He has to do a lot more before he can he can he's do been that. A, he's been involved in so many goals doesn't and assists matter, this year. That's a matter. Without, without him, you're he's a completely different team. Okay, 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 okay. He has nah, to, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. okay. Anto, without Leao, without Leao, you guys are bottom of the team. Wearing without Leao, you're not top. <laughs> you're not top. Four. There's you're no way. wearing the AC okay. Milan shirt. Oh. We, you are expected to do more. Okay, all of those things they don't belong on uh, on uh, on. So Leao has in his last six games, he's got three goals and two assists. He's been turning it on, and I have to tell you he was an absolute oh joy God, to crazy. watch that game i mean i i love players Can like you that do this I'm, every day enough, enough, enough enough stop stop let us say what we uh, want to say you say your part about layout uh, there's people that agree with you but you have to give credit where credit is due for me that was an unbelievable game of layout every time he touches the ball he's got a fantasy he could dribble he he does it with a smile on his face and for me even if his numbers are not that great he is still the most impactful player for milan Everything great ends up coming from Lau one way or another. If he doesn't put the ball into the back of the net, if it's not the assist, it's always the play or the space that he opens right before that. That's the way that I see it. Do I agree with you that if Lau played like this every game, we're talking about him in the same sentence as Mbappe, as the top three players in the world, top five players in the world. Lau with Mbappe? If he plays like this. If he plays like this. So far, it says one game yes and three games no. Okay, that's the difference between a world-class player and a very good player. We understand that. And if he was a world-class player, I'm sorry, but I don't think he would still be staying at Milan. He'd be going to the best team in the world. I want him to do well. Don't get me wrong. I want him to do well. But when you're wearing that AC Milan shirt, you have to do it day in and day out. Okay, who else is on that his team? Attitude. Who his, does, who else listen, is on the team? His no, attitude, no. Listen, I don't like his attitude. Maybe someone else on the team that does it day in and day out. Does Pulisic do it? Does Giroud do it game in and game, game in every single game? They played Damian well. Play, they played well. Who does it every single game? What do you mean, Lutaro? Look at Lautaro. For He's Milan. Milan. Oh, for Milan. Give me someone that does every single game. Well, listen. No. So this season, no. This season, no. What are you talking about? Is this an excuse? Is that, I'm asking you. 
You saying to wear the jersey, they gotta do every. Who does it? Who does every single game? Who does it? Yes. Teo Hernandez played very. Every, every single, single game. game. No, yes, he does. Yeah, this no, season. Yes, he does. Teo Hernandez plays very well. There was a lot of games that he didn't. That's a fair response. Sure, who plays very well most of the time? Most of the time. I like Reinders plays very well most of the time. Benasser plays very well most of the time. Finishing prompt. You know. He's a striker. He's supposed to be striking. He's supposed to put numbers. He's a winger. Doesn't matter. You've been paid. You've been paid. To <laughs> they're put all numbers. getting paid. No, 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 Mike, Mike, Mike. But they're all getting paid, Anto. Mike, you can't be harsh on one player and so not the I have rest. A, I have a stat that I he, uh, that I saw. Anto, listen, to be, listen okay. to me. Left wingers in the world for this season. Left wingers. Vinicius Junior is at the top with 19 goals and assists. Leao is second with 17 goals and assists. Third is uh, Diaz with 15 goals and assists. Then Quara with 11. Martinelli with 11. Do Doku want? with 11. So want? he's up there with want? the best. And he's still. And we're all agreeing that he didn't reach his full potential. Because if he did that all the time, we'd be talking again about the best left winger in the and world. Why don't, like the Why don't you make the stats of all the goals, that he, all the easy chances that he misses? That's what I wanted to see. It's a lot. Anyway, about the game though, I okay. agree with you that Milan uh, played much better. We dominated. It them. was, we shut it was them all down. Milan. We shut yeah. them down. You, you know, you guys rely a lot on individuals to create your opportunities. If it's not Leao, there Hernandez, uh, Pulisic, you know, you, you don't have that team type of play. But that's a something that we've talked about many times. And Atalanta, they knew what they wanted. Atalanta wanted to go out there with a tie. You go to San Siro, they parked the bus as well as they could, and I, I appreciate that also from Atalanta because they've shown both sides. They've shown. Games where they go out and they're flying high and um, they don't concede a lot at the back. This is part of getting Champions League football. Is sometimes even when you don't play great, you have to be able to take a result when you're not playing yeah. away from home. And a lot of their top guys didn't play well. CDK got subbed off at halftime. Miranchuk wasn't really involved. Skamaka. I'm oh sorry, but Skamaka. Oh man. I have never name. been more frustrated with a the player. There was one one moment where he came. He got subbed into a game. He gets the ball. He kicks the ball out. Zap and he stands like this, yelling at somebody else. When it's his fault, Zapacosta runs his ass back, runs to go get mm -hmm. the ball, and Skamaka is still walking from the attack. Mm -hmm. And Zapacosta twice his age, bro. I think he's, he's, he's an old man compared Mike, to Skamaka. I think Gasparini imaginated him because he sat him on the bench. You, you, when you've been tasked to come only the last ten minutes, that means you're not as important as you think. Because Atalanta, <laughs> I'm telling you, Mike, Gasparini doesn't. Uh, doesn't fool around with uh, big names and uh, you know what you did ten years ago, five years ago, or the last uh, last year, wherever wherever you were playing. Gasparini, if you don't put your, uh, you're not performing. You're sitting on the bench, and he has been sitting on the bench. That's for a good reason. He's not a starter. Reason. He's not a starter. I'm very disappointed in uh, in this guy in the attitude. The fact that you have too many coaches talk about the way that he trains, the lack he of effort. He talked about it. He said yeah. it in the past. Yeah. And that's the same reason. And we, we see it too. He, he sees it more than us. Obviously, we see it a little bit later. I would not be surprised if they, if they ship very him out. If very, they, very disappointed in Skamaka. You have a golden opportunity. How much they pay to show you? You a golden opportunity. <laughs> and uh, you're throwing it all away. And uh, I Wait, think... Marco, how much they paid for him? I'll find out. Um, I, I lost my train of thought now. Um, oh, I was going to say, I'm surprised. Atalanta really don't try to change up the, they usually play their kind of style so I was whatever Milan deserved it they played much better they were unlucky not to win but I was surprised with Atalanta's approach overall I thought they'd go out and show that they want to get the points but Gasparini really changed up the approach and just wanted to just didn't want to lose just wanted to get a point and I was I was really shocked by that to be honest I don't know if you guys were you didn't mm -hmm. talk about it but I was like this is not, this is not yeah. the Atalanta that we're used to seeing right 
And uh, you know, it's not a, a, no excuses that most of the stars were there. No, all the stars yeah, exactly. were there. Most of them, I mean, <laughs> nothing. It's just AC Milan is is unlucky, and then we got a we got a Orsato, <laughs> like the, the the cherry on on uh, on the cake. Mm. I mean, it's I'm seeing around 25 million, and then oh, there's 25. a there's a bonus of around three four million. It's not a lot, but it's not. He a started little. off well, it's though, right? I don't well, he does have six goals, which, if you compare it to some of the Atalanta players, I mean, Cop Miners, who's a midfielder, he's been amazing. He's got eight goals. Luke and Lookman, who also missed CDK. time due to AFCON, uh, CDK has six goals. But considering that he hasn't played that many minutes, he still does have six goals. Mm-hmm. But it's it's more than that. It's more than just the ball yeah, to the back yeah, of the net. Speaking what about he does off the ball. Speaking about that, Juventus had a disgusting game oh, against Frosinone. Six thirty in the morning, you wake up to watch this. I on watched a, on it. a Sunday. <laughs> this guy was excited. <laughs> Vla- Dusan Vlaovic. Oh my God, he puts the ball into the back of the net. Last nine Serie A games, ten goals, two assists. The man is a machine. He could have had a hat trick as well. He was super close mm, to getting close. it. But I just don't understand this Juventus side. I thought they were going to drop points once again to yeah, another, it looked like it. It looked like it. another yeah, they team that you were yeah. about to. I was shocked. I was shocked by they that. Were down. They were down 2-1 in this game. After being ahead 1-0 and they lose total control, all the good defensive things that we said about them in the past seem to have flown out the window. And they're saved by Daniele Rugani with 20 seconds to go. And very lucky. Very lucky. Not something to build on. What do we say? Jeez. I saw the disgust on the face of Allegri <laughs> when, uh, you know, as soon as they scored, I said, oh my God, he went to run into the, the, the locker room very quickly. Mm. I mean, the guy, well, it was, it was spewing venoms from from his mouth. I mean, from just just the look, even though you, you're not saying anything. You can tell from the eyes, right? Oh my God, the guy was was totally disgusted with the game. And I guess he was disgusted with himself because he's the coach and I guess he, the, the <laughs> he's team, a coach also. Well, the team is not really running. Uh, I feel bad for Kisa, to be honest with you. He's the only guy that I feel bad. Vlaovic. Because I, he's been ruining into this mm-hmm. kind of a situation. Yeah. Vlaovic, for some reasons, is finding the way to to put numbers and, and to score. Even, you know, Juventus playing at this lousy soccer. Let's go but deeper on Chiesa. Chiesa, I feel bad for Did you game. see his face when he got subbed out? Yeah. I mean, how in the world are you playing at home against Frosinone and a Frosinone side who, in their previous four games, by the way, conceded 12 goals, scored only four, lost three, and tied one. And you have Chiesa on the pitch with Vlaovic and you want to sub in Yildiz and you're too scared to put the three of them together. Chiesa looks so frustrated. And then after the match, Allegri says that, you know, he wants to play on the wing, but on the wing, he's too stagnant. He's not involved. All this stuff. I really think that there is a problem in the locker room with Chiesa and Allegri. And come this summer, one of them is going to budge. I don't see both of them remaining at Juventus this summer. And I don't blame Chiesa for wanting to play in his 4-3-3 and wanting to play in a better style. I I think Allegri is a big problem. The way Allegri plays it, it... As an attacker, you, you're you're just not gonna like the style that they play. Both of them coming from Fiorentina, right? They they always play Fiorentina for the most part of the past years. They play that attacking kind of football. And then you come to Juventus, where you're, where a lot of the attacking isn't the first thing. It's defending first, playing that gritty kind of football. And for a, a player like Yeza, who loves dancing with the ball, moving around. Where he can't, he doesn't feel the freedom that he can do that. Obviously, you're gonna be mad. Which I, you know what style. the thing is, I love. I, I'm not a big just just personally, right? This is just preference. Personally, I never love the guys that go out and attack like crazy, like Zeman style, or even the Zerbi is too much for me. I, mm. I when I watch his teams, I say they can see too much in the back, and I, so I understand. We I like teams that can play defensive. My point is, 
there's moments to do that, right? You're playing against Frosinone at home. I mean, if you're scared to release the handbrake even against Frosinone at home and you're watching these Juventus players do stuff that they should never do, it really doesn't make sense. It doesn't click in my head. Yeah, but it just stems from this team, the way that it was, it's coached, the way that it's you know out on the field where there is no sense of direction really from Allegri to say, hey, we want to be able to have possession. We want to have, you know, the ball and, and be able to show our, uh, you know, ability with the players that we have mm. on the field. And, and you know, it's just what it is. You know, Allegri is this old school, you know, style of, of coach where he's a great, I think, man manager. But on the field, his his tactics are outdated, outdated. You know, same thing with Mourinho to a certain extent, certain teams you might be able to work with. But then afterwards, you're not going to get the full, you know, uh, experience with these teams because look at what the other teams are doing, you know, like the top teams. But even the smaller teams, Frosinone of the past would have sat back mm-hmm. and waited they didn't, they to counter. Didn't. These smaller teams are not doing They're that not anymore. They're so not then scared. at that point. You know, you need to be able to combat that, and even when it's a when it's a question of balance, right? Again, going to Inzaghi's, you know, uh, style of play. I mean, he has his two mm-hmm. center backs playing up, but he always managed to have the, the coverage of three players. Mm-hmm. So there's a way to be able to move because the sure. game now, and it's great to watch. Like even if you see any YouTube videos and stuff, how the tactics now is all about the space. The space. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we see it with Thiago Mota, we see it even with the Derby, where it's not so much that you, you have to have the numbers to play back, but do you have the correct spacing to be able to cover the board, mm-hmm. you know, and be able to make sure that if you're going to get countered on, do we have the this the, what we need to do to be able to defend? And unfortunately with Allegri, you're not going to get that. This was Anno Zero, as they say in Italian, which is, you For know... Who? For Allegri? For you, yeah. No. For, yes, it was because of the new sporting director. But any, Okay, when he com- came in, he's not going to change everything one, two, three. He needs the time to settle, evaluate the squad, and then we'll see what happens next year. Peter, if you, I was a Juventus fan or even Juventus, mm-hmm. Allegri should not be the coach next year. The only reason why you keep Allegri is because you're scared to lose Let the money that's already something. on. Let me say something, Pete. I watch the game. I watch it. I just I, I made it a point. I said at six thirty. Okay, I'm gonna. I was I was awake. I said, let me watch the game. So I put the game on. The Juventus is so lethargic coming back. Even the build up from the backside, side by side, side by side, mm-hmm. and again and back and forth and back and forth. Nothing. Nothing no happened. No nothing. Substance. Possession sterile. Una possessione sterile. We say in Italian a sterile, right, my sterile. Sterile possession. It's not a possession for me. Okay. So nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. It's just boring watching them. And, but you're looking at the names. I said, how can that be? Those are very good players. Rabiot, Chiesa, Vlaovic, uh, yeah, McKenny. Bremer. Bremer has been Bremer. one of the best defenders. I can't believe that they play in this kind of style. Locatelli's completely ruined. No. Locatelli playing as a regista. I mean, he, I, I mean, Antonio, you could have said it's impossible for Locatelli position, to become man. a regista. He, he's ruined all his offensive abilities. It I doesn't mean, have it. He's not a good regista. It's like he's been clipped. They, it's been clipped. They got him and they put him in the wrong position where he excelled at Sassuolo. And they spent $40 million on And you him. know what the crazy thing is, too? Remember, to play a guy out of position. Remember Bremer was at Torino and he could have said yes to Inter and he was holding off, holding off to go to Juventus the whole time. And he wanted Juventus the whole time. I, 
I wonder what that was about. And he, I, I feel like if he look, does he look back at that? I was like, Jesus, I kind of screwed up with well, this. It was move. also Inter. Inter didn't have the funds to be able to. But if he really that. wanted to, he could have completed that. No, I think he was. But ultimately, it was Torino that had the. the AC Milan was on Bremer too. AC Milan was. But it was mostly yeah. between Inter and Juve. Yeah, but Inter, what happened was they weren't able to figure out what was going on with Skriniar that summer. And they were waiting, waiting, waiting. They didn't get the offer that they wanted. And you've completed quicker. Uh, but let me just it. say one more thing because I want to pick up a point that Marco uh, put it before on on the table. He says, you know, you guys, you guys have to make up your mind about Allegri because uh, three weeks ago when Juventus was two points from Inter or four weeks ago, everybody, oh, Allegri is this, Allegri that. No, all of a sudden Allegri is not good anymore. Not it's us. like this back and forth, nobody, back and forth, nobody, back and forth. Nobody here. So, you know, you, you guys have to stick with your gun. <laughs> You have to stick. Now you no personally. One said that. No one said that here. Because, so you but you know why? Because gun. we said this. We said it here. I said no matter what happens, even if Juventus win the Scudetto, you have to move on from Allegri. And Juventus fans at the time wanted to kill me, saying, "Oh, you shouldn't be talking about that. We're winning games." But when you win games in the way that they were winning games, yeah. it's it's gonna run out. You gotta You're, look through. There's, there's no foundation. There's no through how real they play. Substance. Yeah. And basically, the rest of the season. There's not much to play for. I mean, Juventus is out of the Scudetto race. You pretty much know that. They're not going to get out of top four. They're going to be. They're going to be there. They'll be fine. I mean, they still have the Copita, but I mean, this is a point where Juntoli and Co need to get to work and figure out. We know what's going to happen. Who's the coach? What's the plan? How do we go forward from this moment? Because it's not anything sustainable to build upon. You guys mentioned. You mentioned coaches that see space, and I. For some reason, something's been calling me to this name, and I think he should join Napoli. This coach. Oh, I want to see if you guys can guess Italia? who no. I'm thinking of. He's Italiano. Serie A. One guy that I'm seeing that I feel like he really could fit. Gilardino. Napoli. I don't know. Who do you think? Not Tiago Motta. Tiago Motta. No, Tiago Motta is not going to go to Napoli. He, his agent. Do you hear what his, his agent, agent said? His, his agent, agent said that no one wants to work with De Laurentiis. He said, Conte is not going to go there. De Laurentiis is too overbearing. We will not go to Napoli. Tiago Motta's agent said that. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. The coaches in Serie A? Mm -hmm. I think he could be a good fit. Italiano? No. Italiano, I feel like he might make up. I was thinking Italiano. I was thinking thinking Paladino Mm. from Monza. Monza. I feel like he's... I like his pragmatic ways where he does give his team a lot of freedom. I mean, they struggle to score goals, but it's really not his fault. He doesn't have amazing players. I really think... I know he's a risky one. Smart. No, it's not risky. He's 39 years old, the youngest coach in the league. For some reason, there's something about him. Yeah, from Napoli. I feel like he could fit this team. But and you think he's going to be able to withstand all of the pressure from ADL, uh, uh, you know, telling him uh, he uh, micromanage to. from the top over there, from the stand. Uh, he's not a big to, name, to so he has to. What do you mean he has to? No, he Paladino can say, hey, listen, if I'm coming he's over here, a... well, listen, so far, two years in Serie A, and you took over a job, a failing job from another coach, Paladino has shown that uh, Monza is playing soccer. He's playing yeah. soccer with no names. They play No amazing. big names. They're playing a spectacular but it, soccer. But it's also a big jump. And if you have to go to that... And but Anto, Mike, Anto Anto saying he could wait, thing. though, is what he... Anto's saying like he could wait for something else yes. besides Napoli, yes. is what he means. Like a Lazio or... I don't know whoever else is going to move on. There's going to be a huge rotation of coaches this summer. I think it's a huge rotation, but then also Napoli, for example, I don't even know what team is going to be there next year because Mm. I think, you know, even though they're healthy with their books, I think it's just players that want to leave. We know There's about Oshiman. There's going to be Oshiman's out. Right? Janice sure. so, is gone. Oshiman is gone. gone. Kvara, so, I think it's going to be... There already, already some talk behind the scenes that yeah, it, it might be. Might yeah, be. it could be. But yeah. I think if you lose Oshiman, you lose Zielinski, you can't afford to, to lose Kvara Shelia. 
And I then you have to also see with the remaining squad. There's a problem defensively. You know, yeah, we Center saw backs. again this weekend what happened. Juan Jesus, so, oh my Juan God. Jesus and Rachmani. Yeah, Juan Jesus on that Dear goal. God. That, Rachmani started yeah, he was for ball me from watching. Rachmani put the ball into the back of his own net like a striker. I think he got confused on where he was defending. If he was defending or if he was attacking. But mm-hmm. isn't it crazy how it's all about confidence and at the time? That Scudetto run, everything just fits perfectly. Other than you take that break, everything gets cold and everything just reset. And I feel and bad. For, I, I, like, I kind of like Calzona since he's come in. I didn't know a lot about him, but I did a lot of research. He was for years, for I think it's like 15 years, 20 years, he worked with Sadi as his number two. He worked all through. He understood that, right? Then he was at he was at Napoli. Ancelotti came in. Ancelotti brings his son everywhere he goes as the as the vice. And then Spalletti wanted him back, Calzona. So he knew that he was always a number two. And then even when he took over for Czech, um, Slovakia. Slovakia. Mm-hmm. They he's done really well. He qualified them for the Euros. Uh, they've played really good football. He tries to focus on defense and shoring that up. He's brought into a situation where I mean we've been yeah. to three coaches, so Becomes I think a, we yeah. know it's not the coach. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah. at least understands Naples and understands tactically. He's worked with great coaches. Yeah. At this point, if you're this coach, you know you're 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 in a bigger hole. Your job is just to make sure it doesn't go even more south. So yeah, you can. For the most part, his ideas are there. You could see it, but I just feel like all the players just lost it, and they just they just want the season to go as quickly as possible. That's what, what, that's what I see from this. What does Napoli do, need to do to quote unquote salvage the season? Because uh, the season seems to me uh, is slipping away. They're, they're in ninth place right oh now. How far are they God. from fifth? They are it's eight or nine points. Nine. Probably. Uh, Eight three, points, nine points, oh, that's nine a points lot. away from fifth place, and also then you have you know you have Lazio, Fiorentina, Roma, yeah, and then yeah, Atalanta in that fifth spot. It's not just the points; Bologna it's also the teams, exactly. and also we're talking about uh, a Napoli who one zero up against Cagliari, yeah. and when Politano misses the goal, misses the goal right in front of the net. I would have bet anything that they were going to concede. It's like there's like a negativity amongst them that they know it's going to happen. And Coyote score in the 90th minute again. They've earned seven points in the 90th minute. They always seem to do it. But it's just so disheartening and so disappointing because I really thought they would come back. And Politano literally, they had, he had the pass on for Simeone oh to, to oh, score the second goal. Oh, and, I, you know, you hear him screaming on the on And the that mic. offside play, even though it's like, it didn't count if it went in, Boshiman... You saw that miss? He hit okay, the post in front of... I know that. So that also saved them against Barcelona and then saved them in this game against Cali. He did... Those two goals he scored were yeah. Osimhen goals yeah. by himself. No, there's no, no, no. assist. I, yeah. no I'm, not, I'm not blaming just on him, but I just feel like there's an aura and there's the mentality. It just feels like everything's going against to, them. To savage the season, like you said, the return leg against Barcelona, they need a, they need a miracle. Sure, that's gonna be a, it's 1-1, one, one, but you're going to the Camp Nou. In a game where you know Barcelona didn't scare me as much as I expected in the match, they played better. They yeah. played better than Napoli. The first fifteen minutes, but then it looked the, like it was going to be a bloodbath. But then in the end, I thought Napoli were actually yeah. closer to yeah. getting they, the second goal they than out Barcelona the were. Well, they were playing uh, eleven on ten, so uh, didn't Barcelona get a red card? I believe that was Bayern. No. A, oh yes, yes. I'm sorry. that was Lazio. I'm sorry, that was yeah. Lazio. Yeah. So, but but either way, they were. Yeah, but Napoli was at home, Listen, so you score that goal, you get a little momentum, and Barcelona also says, "Hey." Rather Reserve just weather the storm, mm-hmm. go one one, and away from Spain, being, being down to one. Calzone so. also came in forty eight hours before. He had like no, a training yeah. and a half, so no, he couldn't same. really do too much. He's not, but even and even now, like he's just a stabilizer. His, you know, his <laughs> ideas of the game. That's what it is. He's What's not going to be do? able to do anything. Yeah, because you don't have the training sessions. You're playing every three days. 
There's no way for you to say, I'm coming here and you got to do as I say. It's going to be okay. You got to be a psychiatrist at that point and just keep the positive energy. That's what we need to do. And that's what he's going to, it's what he has to say. So, you know. Disappointing. Fiorentina though Big big game that we just watched Fiorentina beat Lazio Came from behind I was playing tennis So that was about We 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 watched the game over here Lazio was winning when I left 1-0 Lazio were winning They didn't really do much though They didn't create a lot of opportunities Italiano's team was I think he put out a really great side And they missed a penalty Fiorentina Nico Gonzalez missed another penalty They missed four penalties this season They went from In 2023 They went 7 for 7 from the spot and now they even won the Coppa Italia game. Right. I think they scored all their penalties in the Coppa Italia game, if I'm not mistaken. I, it's something in their head. So, what's the final score? Psychologically. Bologna, 2 1. Right? 2 1. Okay. Yeah. And now uh, they hopped Lazio in the table now. They're over them. Um, so, that, that's a big that's, that's a dog fight. One point. I think it's one point, Marco. I'm double check on that. Wow, wow, wow. But what, a uh, big, what a big fight. That was, that, that was really important. Oh, but they yeah. also showed a good spirit. You, you watch the game. Yeah. What'd you think? No, I think Fiorentina, especially in the first half, they dominated. Play. I saw that. I saw that. And, uh, you didn't, you just said you were no, playing I saw in the first, first half. I uh, was watching with Enrico. And then, uh, yeah, he's, he's making sure you don't say anything bad. Saying, huh? They're one point above Lazio. Oh, my God. Yeah, and say my yeah, thank you you for, see that the, the, the team they were playing, Lazio again, have these up and down games, whatever. But, um, you know, Fiorentina needed the points, and it saw, you saw that on the field. Um just freaking they gotta be able to 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 take 20 shots before they can get two goals it's insane (laughs) they just have no luck sometimes because that's the reality of it beltran played well i feel like beltran's had a a better season than people have given him credit for it's his first year in Serie A. he's a fighter he's not the proper number nine like you would love him to be but i like beltran a lot i think he adds a lot to the teams when he's on fiorentina since vlaovic left it's hard for them to find a striker would you swap would you you make a swap uh, allegri for italiano allegri goes to coach fiorentina and italiano comes to juventus would you trade me ten dollars for one dollar it all depends. Oh. Is it singles or straight well, up US dollar or US dollar? Ah, yeah. right. oh, yeah, <laughs> That's a good one, Pete. I'll give it to you. Mm. Shaking your cousin's hand. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, Anything else we missed? Bologna. The Bologna. Bologna. Uh, Bologna is uh, is amazing. Uh, it, they week in and week out. Uh, I mean, it's like a. It's like a They're machine. Holding up. They're it's holding like up a there. Machine. You think every weekend, okay, now they're going to start dropping. Now they're, no, they're no, keeping it no, up. No. Mota, Mota knows what to do. He's got his this players. Zips, man. Got he, comes, he comes from behind. I mean, I'm not sure if it's that there is a little lock into, into the goal that he scored, but uh, the guy comes all from behind, four or five defender, and this guy here comes, oh, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. That was, nice. that was so nice. Piatto destro. And the ball is on the opposite corner. Very I mean, nice. what, what do you do? He started that play and he finished it, right? Right. So, uh, he, he said after the match, too, that um, when he had a conversation with Thiago Motta, because he's not a nine, he's not a striker, he's not an mm-hmm. out-and-out striker, he always wanted to play with a number nine. He wanted to play in a two-man striker Close system. And yeah. he told uh, Thiago Motta that, and Thiago Motta said, no, 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 no. He's like, listen to me. Trust me. Let's try this out. Let's see how it goes. And he's like, listen, he was right. He saw it in me, and he says he's like a nine-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. Um, he also talked about like his playing style. He they refer to him as like a Zlatan-esque for mm. how he is, how he moves, how built, the technique yeah. that he has, the fact that he's not that proper um, striker. He could do a little bit of all. And it's part of the reasons why Bologna are five wins in a row right now. And for me, it feels 
very sure that they're going to be playing in the top European competition. Yeah. I, I mean, with on the track that they're on, Champions League football is right there, especially if you get five teams. I just hope they don't get ripped apart in the summer, and then they're just going to look like a shell of themselves next what year you when they're like playing. Rip, rip the no, in the, the Mercato. Like, oh, Mota leaves, or all these players well, leave. I just wanted to take Zirkse away from them, and Mota. Yeah, you mean the most important pieces? I will give them a couple pieces. We'll give them... No, um, but listen, we saw it, again, I, I keep on saying, but Sartori, mastermind behind this all, and I think... You get into Champions League, you're able to keep players because of the money, the million, revenue baby. that comes in. Um, Xerxes might be a hot commodity. So that that's going to be an interesting thing to, to see. Uh, but, you know, Bologna, I think Thiago Mota, uh, I was watching something where he followed, you know, he had Gas, both Gasperini and Mourinho as coaches when he, in his time in Italy. And um, very different approaches to the game. But you can see he has this difference uh, or different ways to attack. Mm. With Mourinho, it was always about breaking the lines and how can you get uh, the right pass the quickest way to get on goal. So if you can get one pass, two pass, three passes, that's that's the objective. Break the line, break the line, and score. Whereas Gasperini wanted a slower buildup in the sense that you have more of a you know horizontal play in order to be able to get more numbers in the box, more numbers in an attacking positions. So we see that at times with Bologna where their build-up from the back, you know, arguably is, is close to like an Inter, you know, the style where they're able to play the ball and be able to move the ball up. And then you see these the players get in attacking positions or the ball over the top, you know, to Orsolini or to Xerxes that can create something. So it's, it's great to see that he has this freedom and adaptability in his game. And I think that's more of a modern approach, and and why you know he's successful right now. That's why I like him better than uh, I don't. I'm not to pick on the Zerbi. I like the Zerbi a lot, but I'm just saying I, I prefer the style because Bologna. We talk about their attack a lot, but it's actually the defensive numbers that's mm -hmm. really impressive. And I still lend myself towards prefer like I like a team that's just solid in the back and doesn't give up goals and mm. um, is is pragmatic and is smart, but that's not scared to go for it when the time comes and he doesn't have that fear gene in his team. It just doesn't exist. One last thing maybe before we go, the uh, draws, the Europa League draw was announced. Mm. Um, Atalanta playing Sporting, which they already played by the way and they did very well, so hopefully they could continue. I'll get you guys thoughts. AC Milan against Slavia Praha mm -hmm. and then Roma against Brighton. How do we feel? Mm, Brighton, Brighton. And Fiorentina, Maccabi. Yeah, Maccabi is not, not even a game. So they knocked uh, Juventus. They, 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 no. they yeah, beat Juventus. They tied Juventus. Yeah, but how many years ago? Oh, is it Haifa? Yeah, last year. Not, not, not this Fiorentina. Fiorentina. Maccabi, Tel Aviv. There's oh, two. Oh, okay. No, we gotta be. Could be no, this is Haifa. We're in Maccabi. We're gonna make sure. Yeah, that's not the same Continue thing. Continue with well, the listen, Europa listen. How do you feel? Uh, we we are pretty lucky to have uh, to be uh, not to get uh, to get Liverpool or uh, uh, who else is a, is a hot team. I think Roma's got a tough. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, Roma Roma's got a tough uh, tough task. Yeah, that's a tough. Yeah, it was the same team. Zerbi, it's it was the same team. Maccabi Haifa. Yeah, yeah, the Zerbi is not uh, is not gonna lay down the red carpet for the Rossi, even though uh, you know we're Italian, but uh, it's gonna be a tough fight. <laughs> yeah, obviously, he's got to do his job, man. Right, is one of the favorites. The Rossi can still take it. I mean. The way, if they play the way this style, I think De Rossi can still uh, can still take it. De Rossi is a student of the uh, of the game. I think he's going to just very, find it away. They both are. They yeah. come from the same kind of philosophies. They at dinner with that Guardiola. They see him as like his reference. 
they even says their daughters are friends. Like they're they're very close friends Rome, with each Rome other. Roma is playing a beautiful style. It's beautiful to watch lately. Not because they've been winning the five hundred round. Even when they played with Inter, at some point they were they were yeah. uh, up to one. I mean, it's a team that, that is not scared. Yes. Okay. It's the build up. It's nice and fluid. And then the people they know what they're supposed to be, and uh, there is a lot of there is they're not stiff. I don't see the stiffness that uh, those players they had when they were under Mourinho uh, direction. The way they've been playing right now, they're filling up all the, the spaces. They just you know they they're moving a lot more freely on the field and uh, they they're making things happen for, uh, the, the, for themselves. The hope, and for the Roma. The hope yeah. that I have, just to throw it out there, is that Brian plays very open. As I continue to keep mentioning on this podcast, mm. they conceded forty goals in twenty five games. It's a lot. Scored it's 40 defensively, they can so, they can uh, they can get hurt. I think that's the biggest thing with that. Yes, they can score goals, but if De Rossi can really solidify that defense, we know. He's been uh, Roma's been scoring freely so far under De Rossi, so I'm not scared that Roma's not going to score. I think Roma's going to score, especially the way Brighton play. They they can definitely get them on the counter. But if they can be defensively sound, I think Roma have a really good shot of uh, progressing through this. I think that's fifty fifty. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, no, think I, was, I think I, it's very I, fair. I would say even uh, Roma sixty forty. I'll tell you no. why. The key, let me I would go the opposite way more. Fifty five forty five. The midfield is the key for this. Forget about the defense. The midfield is the key for 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 the, the winner of this thing here. I think Roma midfield is not in bad shape. I'll I like, be interested I like in what seeing De Rossi's approach to the game. Mm. Does if he, he match or something? Yeah. Does he match Brighton and try to keep them and, and force them to make mistakes? Or does he try to sit back a little bit and counter? Because, you know, Roma have the players to kind of do both. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's something that we haven't seen yet with this Roma team. Um, but I, can I think you got to be pragmatic. It could be a mix, a, a, a combination oh, of, of the two things. A, you're going to have a combination of the right. two things. Because ultimately, you're going to have to, with Brighton too, they keep possession high up. So you want to have the chances to win the ball there. But... You can't do it constantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about Milan, uh, Slavia? Praha. Yeah, we, uh, we, uh, we. Roma played them two times. It was one win and one loss. They're pretty solid. They're, I think they're a sleeper. I think if Roma could, could beat them, then then uh, Milan, if Milan play, because yeah, the way if it's the Milan that defends the way that you did against Renz and against Monza, Monza. that was unwatchable. The well, two games before that. You guys are going to score goals. You could go forward, but if you're not tidy in the back, I still see Milan as one of the favorites to win the entire Europa League. Well, though, hopefully we're going to get the, 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 our defenders back. I mean, uh, Tomori, Tomori is coming back. Kalulu, I think, is on, on his way. He's already training with the full squad. So, uh, Who's your right back? <laughs> well, we got Calabria. Hello. Calabria is not a bad... Calabria almost scored against Atalanta. Listen, <laughs> Calabria is not a defender. Don't put Calabria against, uh, I don't know, Osimen or Kvara or... Uh, Where should they play? Don't worry, you have Florenzi as the backup. But Calabria never plays as a defender. If you look at it, very rarely. Calabria... He just, Calabria. he just comes up No, no. Hello, English. Calabria plays almost right in front of the defense. It's like a... Uh, it's a mix and match. Sometimes it's a defender, sometimes it's not. Your Peter's face right now. He's like, "What this guy saying?" Calabria. It's not a one of the four. It's, it could be a three and a Did half. Did you get hit with the tennis a ball? Three and a half. Three and a half. It's not. Yeah, it's Milan that, that never plays with four defender. And that's why they learn all these goals. Calabria is like Mike. It's a defender. You know. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you like, subscribe, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, subscribe. Okay. And Forza, Milan, and. And body. <laughs> <laughs> and body. <laughs>